Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. I want to read Acts chapter 4 and verse 31 to 35 just to set a foundation, to lay, uh, lay a foundation as to what I'm going to speak uh, this morning. So if you would follow along with me there in your outline, and if you have it, and for the sake uh, of time, I know we, we're limited now, um, they're going to put some verses up there, and I just might not read them, so they just might put them up there, but uh, I'll just go through them for sake of time. But I want to read uh, Acts chapter 4 and verse 31 there in your outline, just to set, like I said, a foundation. And it says, and as they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke words of God boldly. And all the believers were in one heart and mind. And no one claimed that any of their possession was their own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them that there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land and houses sold them, bought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone who had a need. Amen. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. I'm a little bit, uh, this past week I was under uh, under the weather and I'm just kind of getting over this cold. So if a chicken voice or or something comes out, it's, it's, it's the cold that's taking place. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just love you and thank you. We bless your name, Lord. You are so awesome and wonderful, Lord. Now, Lord, we sit at the table, Lord, to be served, served of your word. God, we have already given you worship. We have already given you our praise. Now, God, it's time for you to speak from above, Lord. And we pray, God, that you would anoint these lips of clays to speak words of power and authority in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. And can the church of God say, amen. Amen. Praise God. So today I'd like to speak to you on the hope of a new beginning. You know, today we think about the close of of the old year and the beginning of a new year. Now, for many, 2003 has been a very trying and difficult year, to say the least. In a personal level, I can tell you this past year, my my mother-in-law passed, and four months later to the T, my sister-in-law passed away. It, It was a very difficult and trying time for my wife and our family. And 2003 might have been a year that was very difficult. It might have been a year of of pain, of of grief, and of loss, and of unwanted changes. But for others, this past year has been a year of blessings. It has been a year of victory. It has been a year of triumph. Now, whatever 2003 was, it's over. It's gone. It's finished. Finito. Arrivederci. 2023 is now in the pages of history. It's it's gone forever. 
all the blessings and all the burdens, all the pleasures and all the pains and all the struggles and all the tribulations and all the mountains that we have climbed and all the valleys that we have gone through, they're just memories now. And so this Sunday marks the beginning of a new year filled with new expectations and new experiences. But many are looking at 2023 with two words in in their hearts and in their minds. And those two words are, what if? Can you repeat after me? What if? And we look at 2023 and we say, what if? What if I would have done this? Or what if I would have done that? Or what if I would have said this? Or what if I would have said that? And 2023, 2024 is no exception. I mean, we look at all the problems that we're going to face and the things that might go wrong, and we play these what-if scenarios in our minds, and we're troubled by what we imagine can happen in 2024. Now, everyone in this room knows what your what-ifs are. Can I get a witness? You know what your what-ifs are. What if I serve in the church or what if I get married? Come on. That's right. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Uh, What if I start a new job or, or, or what if I do this or what if I do that? I want to tell someone that if it is God's will, and you put those what-ifs in God's hands, God is going to turn those what-ifs into a blessing. So today, I want you to stop asking what-if. And I want you to look today at at your what-ifs in a new, entire, uh, entirely new perspective. And let's take our what-ifs and put them in the realm of God and see what God can do for us in 2023. And I want us to look at this passage of the primitive church. And I want you to know that what God did for the primitive church, what God did for the church of old, God can do for us in 2024. So what if, what if, what if this is the year of renewal? Now I know what most of you are thinking. New year, new me, right? That's right. The pages of social media are saturated with ads of of eating right and exercising and join now, 10 cents and $10 a month, right? And most of us have made New Year's resolutions. And you know what the top three New Year's resolutions are? Eating right, exercising, and losing weight. And you know how long a New Year's resolution lasts? Two and a half months. After two and a half months, it's over. You know, they say a New Year's resolution is is it comes in one year and goes out the other year. Well, some of you got that. (laughs) You know, the early church, and they're going to put this up there, the early church was privileged of having two Great beginnings. The first beginning came at the day of Pentecost when the Bible tells us that Peter preached and the Bible says that 3,000 souls were added to the kingdom of God. A short time later in Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, 
The Bible says that this great church had another new renewal. This fledging church added 5,000 more souls to the kingdom of God. So today, this Sunday, we celebrate the beginning of a new year. But my question is this. I mean, is it really? Is it really? I mean, think about this. You, you woke up this morning with the same old problems, with the same old burdens, with the same old needs, with the same old worries, with the same old fears that you had when you went to bed last night. You know, in some ways, this is just another day. But in other days, this day is filled with new possibilities. What if this is the year that God moves in power in your life and allows you to see the, a new beginning? I want to tell you that it can happen because this might be the year when you can write this down, God redeems you. Now, I want to talk to those who haven't been saved this morning. You know, you might... You might question, well, what is the word redeem? And in, in Christianity or in Christian terms, it means having been saved or delivered from sin. You know, you redeem a coupon, right? Jesus Christ died for us. He redeemed us in exchange. He died, he, he purchased, he, he shed his blood. And in return, he offers us eternal life. Now, some of you have been coming to this church week after week after week, month after month after month, and you've never been saved. And I often think, I wonder why they come to church. Maybe they like the coffee. <laughs> or maybe they like Rosie's smile who sits in the back. You know, you come to church week after week after week, month after month after month. Well, I want to tell you, those who are not saved and those who are listening to me on social media, I want to tell you that it is not too late. I said, it is not too late. If you are breathing this morning, it is not too late to be saved. Today is the day of salvation. Today is a day when you turn away from sin and the world. Today is a day where you give your life, where you can give your life to Christ and be saved in Jesus Christ. Can someone say amen? What if this is the year that God restores you? And you can write that down. I like this show. It's called Junkyard Words. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Anybody ever see Junkyard Words? I mean, they, they go into the junkyard and they take these cars that are, that are rusted and, and, and uh, all torn and, and, and dented and they, they take them to their shop and they, they give them a new paint job and, and they come out better than they, they came out of the assembly line. Anybody ever see that show? I love that show, Restoration, Junkyard Wars. You know, 2003 may have been a year where you felt that all things in life have been broken and are beyond repair. But you see, God assures us through his word that he can rebuild those shattered pieces. He gives us breath and a new life. You see, our God is like that. You see, God delights in taking broken and hopeless situations and making something awesome and something wonderful out of it. That's the God that we serve. Yeah. 2023 might have been a year that was painful. You faced a situation that was painful. You may have been grieving the loss of a loved one. You may be have hurting uh, you may be hurting over something that was done to you. You may have faced an obstacle that was difficulty to overcome. 
You may have made a mess out of your relationship and a mess out of your life, yet here is the good news. God is in the restoration business. I said, God is in the restoration business. God is relentlessly working to restore, to revive, to renew your life. Can someone say amen? Amen. You see, when everyone gave up on you, when they told you you were just going to be a marijuana or an alcoholic or a a, a druggie or, 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 or a sinner, God didn't take, God didn't take their words, praise God. God came to your mess and to your mistakes and deposited his spirit in you. And now you are a new creation. Can someone say amen? He went to the junkyard and pulled you out, man. He restored you and gave you a new paint job. That's why the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. God can restore you this year, this hour, this day. Can someone say amen? God took you out of that junkyard. You went from a Ford to a Mercedes. (laughs) Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God can restore you. What if this is a year that God renews you? Now, I want to talk to the believers that are in this room. Some of you have been walking a guilty distance from the Lord for some time. I mean, you you don't love the Lord like you used to love the Lord. There is a coldness where there used to be, uh, where there used to be hot, a blazing love for Christ. There used to be a shout, but it's, it's all gone. There used to be a zeal and a passion for the things of the Lord, but it's all gone. I mean, you've claimed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You raise your hands, you sing the songs, you've even, you've even participated in church, but you're not living all. For God, you don't pray like you used to pray. You don't read your Bible like you used to read your Bible. You're not living for Christ like you're living for Christ. You know, just let me say, the danger of missing church is that soon you don't miss church. But this might be the year. This might be the day when God calls you to come home and to confess your sins and to be restored to the right fellowship of Jesus Christ, this might be the day, this might be the year where God rekindles that fire and that passion for for the love that you once had. It can happen, my friend. It can happen. This might be the day, this might be the year where God rekindles that spirit in you and you serve God the way you should serve God. We ought to do with what God told the Ephesus church to remember and to repent and to repeat. You know, the first thing that Jesus did after his baptism was was proclaim repentance. He said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. This might be the year. This might be the day that God renews you. What if this is the year that God refocuses you? Look at what the Bible says. Brothers and sisters, I I do not consider myself to have yet taken hold of it. 
But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me and straining towards what is ahead, I press towards the goal to win the prize for, the, for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. What if this is a year that God refocuses you? You know, there are some in this room who are looking back at last year. And you're longing for the things that are behind you. Trying to change things that you can't change. 2023 is over. In a few hours from now, we're going to lift up the cups. We are going to blow the horns and throw confetti and usher in a new year. But there are some who are in this room that you're longing to look back at last year, longing for the things that are behind you. 2023 is over. And I don't want you to misinterpret what I'm saying. I don't. Because there is great value in looking back. Yes, there is. I mean, we look back to learn. We look back to affirm the places and the faces and the circumstances from where we come from. But at the same time, the Apostle Paul tells us, forget what lies behind us. Now, what was the Apostle Paul saying? The Apostle Paul was saying this. He was saying, don't look back the way it makes us prisoners of our past. Because looking back in the wrong way enslaves us or enslaves others to our past mistakes and sins. What Paul is telling us is looking back in the wrong way does not allow the healing of the old hurts and the painful memories. What if this year, what if this day is, is a day that the Lord refocuses your vision and helps you put your vision on the person that really matters, which is Jesus Christ? Today is a day, today is the hour where your priorities are set right, where he allows you to run the race with patience and with power again. These things can happen. I said these things can happen. They can happen today. Is 2024 the year everything changes for your family, for your walk with the Lord. If the Lord has spoken to you, this is the day, this is the hour where the Lord can refocus your vision and change it for good. Can someone say amen? Yes. Now, what if this is the year of rejoicing? What if this is a year of rejoicing? And you can write that down. Some of you uh, have lost your joy. You know, in Psalms 137, I think they're going to put it up there. You know, the Israelites, they had been captives by the Babylonians. And you know what they did? The Bible tells us that they put their, their instruments down. They hung their instruments on the trees. And you know what they said? They said, I believe they're going to put it up there, verse 4. They said, how can we sing the songs of the Lord while we're in a foreign land? 
If I forget you, Jerusalem, may my right hand forget its skill. May my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth if I do not remember you, if I do not consider Jerusalem my highest joy. They had lost their joy. You know why? Because they were captives by the Babylonians and they put their instruments down. But you know what kept them going? You know what kept them alive? The fact was that they remembered who God was. They remembered that it was God who answered their prayers. They remembered it was God who took them out of that miry clay and set them on a, on a rock on a foot to stay. It was God who brought them out of slavery into his marvelous light. 2023 might have been a difficult year. And as I said, 2023 might, might have been a year of pain, of grief, and of unwanted changes. And according to verse 31, the early church prayed and moved with power and God answered their prayers. And the place where they were praying was shaken by the power of God and he moved in their midst in a wonderful and powerful way. What if, what if this is the year when God answers your prayers? Can I get a witness? Now, some of you in this room have been carrying these burdens for people and situations. You've been carrying the burden of fear and you've been carrying the burden of shame and you've been carrying the burden of guilt and, and you, some of you have been carrying the, the, the burden of unforgiveness and financial security. And some of you have been carrying these burdens for months and weeks and even years. But what if, what if, what if this is the year that God takes those prayers that you've been praying for for such a long time and he does the impossible. What if this is a year that God answers your prayers? I want to tell someone that it is a possibility because as a, as a praise team uh, sang, he is a God who answers our prayers, that he is a God who could do the impossible. That is his promises to his people. Look at Isaiah 65, 24. Look at what it says. Before they call, I will answer and while they are still speaking I will hear praise God Jeremiah 33 3 look at what it says call unto me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know Mark eleven twenty four. look at what it says therefore I tell you whatsoever you ask in what and what Believe that you have received it and it will be yours, praise God. Look at 1 John chapter 5 and verse 14. Look at what it says, praise God. They're gonna put it up there. It says, it says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to who? To his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked him. This could be the year. This could be the day. Praise God. This could be the day when your children get right with God. This could be the year when your spouse comes to Jesus Christ for salvation. Come on, somebody. This could be the year when you achieve spiritual victory. This could be the year when, you, when your financial future changes. This could be the year where you have your health restored, where you see your marriage restored, where you see things happening, seeking God to come to pass. This 
could be the year. Therefore, my brothers and my sisters, don't give up. Walk in faith. Believe that God is able to do these things. And I believe through his word that it will come to pass because his promises are yes and amen. Believe it, walk it, trust in God and God will give us the victory. I like what the psalmist said in Psalms chapter 37, verse four and five. It's in the King James Version. And I, and I know Pastor Nestor was doing this and he said, ah, King James Version. There's a little joke between us. But the key, I love what the King James Version says. It says, delight thyself also in the Lord. Kind of like a poem. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee thy desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to Pass, praise God. What if? What if? What if this is the year? What if this is the year of revival? And you can write that down. What if this is a year of revival? You know, revival is one of the ways to rekindle our fire. You know what revival does? It, 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 uh, it gives us a new breath and gives us new life. It restores our love for God. It increases our ability to love God and, and to love others. And when there is revival, there is power in worship. Come on, worship team. When there is revival, when there is revival, There is a zeal for service, an enthusiasm, a passion for the kingdom of God. When there is revival, you can write that down, there is unity in the church. Amen. You know, when the early church sought the Lord and his power, the Bible says that he met them. And the Bible says, and he filled them with the Holy Ghost. In other words, it was a time of revival for God's people. For the Bible tells us that he moved in the midst and everything changed in that church for the glory of God. I often say it doesn't matter who gets the credit so long as God gets the glory. Amen? So long as God gets the glory. What if, what if 2024 is a year where God moves in day spring with that type of power? Amen? Amen? If he does, it will be a time of great revival. You see, we schedule a revival every year in in, in what month? September. But real revival is when profound changes take place in our lives and around the house of God. You know what revival is? Revival is when we become painfully aware of our separation between God and us desperately seeking the presence of God, desperately seeking a connection with God once more. What happens when revival takes place, powerful evangelism occurs. 
reconciliation and forgiveness occurs. Joy flows in the house of the Lord. The pain, the despair, the brokenness gives way for the freedom of Christ. What if 2024 is a year that God moves in such a way that's so powerful in this church that God brings a revival? It can happen. How many believe it with us? How many believe that this place can be a place of revival? Just in parenthesis, I remember Brother Steve talking about how he wanted to, to tear down that wall. I remember he talking to Pastor Nestor, let's tear down that wall because we believe that there's going to be a great revival and there's not going to be enough people here to fill the seats. It can happen. 2024 could be the year of revival in this church. Praise God. It can happen. If we are with God, it can happen. What if this is the year of reaching? And you can write this down. What if this is the year of reaching? You know, God has called each and every one of us to be his hands and to be his mouth and to pray and to spread the gospel message. We are living in a dying world without Christ and without hope. What if this is the year of reaching where every chair in this room is filled with people who come to Christ? What if this is the year? What if this is the year? What if this is the year that you speak to your loved ones about Christ? What if this is the year that you speak to your coworkers and you invite them to church? What if this is the year that you knock on your neighbor's door if he doesn't have a gun and you tell him about Jesus Christ? What if this is the year that when your barber or your hairstylist or, or, or whoever's doing your nails, you tell them about Jesus Christ? What if this is the year of reaching? What if this is the year that you carry a, a, a card from Dayspring Church and say, hey, 930 or Wednesday life group? What if this is the year of reaching, praise God, where you say this is the year where I'm going to win two or three or four or five souls for the kingdom and the glory of Jesus Christ? This could be the year of reaching. Why can't it happen? Praise God. You know, we are told in verse 33, that the early church was marked with the zeal, with the passion for the lost. And the Bible says they went out and they preached the gospel message, the gospel of grace and power with boldness. The Bible tells us that they went out to the streets and, and they told the old story of the souls and, and people came to Christ and ushered them into the kingdom of God. This could be the year when Dayspring has that type of zeal and that type of passion for the lost for our neighbors, for our loved ones. This could be the year where we see our church doubled and tripled. It can happen. What if this is a year of reaching where we, where we win souls, not so they could say that I brought him, but so that God can get all the glory and all the praise and all the worship. I mean, let me ask you a question, really. And if I offend you, then I tell Nestor, get over it. <laughs> how long, brothers and sisters, how long has it been since you've had a burden for the souls? 
God got quiet. How long has it been since you labored in prayer for someone who was dying in sin? How long has it been since you spoke to a lost sinner about her soul? How long has it been since you made an effort to bring someone to Jesus Christ? How long has it been? How long has it been? You know, we, we, we honor Brother Steve and God bless him. You know, that was his lifestyle, to bring people to Christ. And you know what his number one goal is? That his family would know the God that he served. And that they would come to the understanding that Jesus Christ is the only way. And we would often talk to Brother Steve about that. We need to seek the Lord in this area. Because when this era, when this year begins, we should have that great commission in our minds to go out to the world and make disciples to preach to them about Jesus Christ. Amen. Brother Mark. You know, all this service, I've been talking to you about what if. I've been telling you what if. What if. But now I want you to think of two words. Why not? Why not? Turn around to your neighbor, tell him, why not? Why not? Let me ask you. Do you believe that these things that I've mentioned today are possible? You know, think about this. We serve a God who specializes in the impossible. We serve a God who specializes in the amazing. We serve a God who specializes in the spectacular. We serve a God who specializes in the unbelievable. We serve a God who is all-knowing, all-powerful, almighty, he is Jehovah Rapha, the God that hears us. He is the Lord Nisi, the Lord who provides. He is the Lord Shammah, the Lord is present. He is the Lord El Roi, the Lord is my shepherd. Are, are, are you ready for what God can do? Not only in this church, but in your life. Luke 137, it's not up there. It says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. James Jacob tells us every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom no variables, neither shadow or turning. Luke 1231 tells us, 
but rather seek the kingdom of God first and all these things shall be added unto you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom of God. You know, I believe that the Lord has shown us these things and it's possible. Why not? Why can't this year be a year of renewal? Why can't this year be a year of restoration? Why can't this year be a year of rejoicing? Why can't this year be a year of revival? Why can't this year be a year of rejoicing? Why can't this year be a year of reaching the lost? Well, my friend, it can happen. And it will happen if we align ourselves with God and the kingdom thereof. We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare him your God. No one loves you like Jesus, and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart, and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but he didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you, and now you have a new life in him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Dayspring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.